My name is Alyssa Altier. I now sit on our Cvent consulting team. We are hyper-focused in the enterprise space, and I now help those enterprise organizations and our consultants tell the story about how planning, how meetings and events, and how marketing organizations, and candidly, how procurement functions can all kind of work together to achieve growth outcomes. Best friend and I graduated college, and we decided to not get jobs and go work on a vineyard in the south of France for about a month. We went and worked with a bunch of expats in the south of France and clipped grapes for four weeks and stomped the grapes, and we crushed it. However, this was a little pre-iPhone, cell phone situation, and we're lost about 90% of that trip. Also, neither of us speak French. So you can imagine, we got lost, we, got, we thought kilometers were miles, we ended up walking places where we shouldn't have walked. It was not as glamorous as, as it appears, but it was everything it should be when you're 22 years old and going to the south of France. I would do it again in a heartbeat. Stop doing what you've always done. I think that a lot of programs suffer from complacency because it is easier to do what we've always done as opposed to infuse creativity back into the programs. I remember I sat in on a lecture at one point, maybe three or four years ago, and it said if you aren't innovating your event programs, whether that's a conference, whether that's a seminar, whether that's just a webinar, every 18 to 24 months, your audiences are getting bored and they're not gonna return. I would argue that attention span and that desire for mix-up creativity is even shortened as a result of the pandemic. We know that we're all suffering from the Zoom fatigue, the virtual fatigue, so you're consistently needing to change your game and experiment and trial and push new boundaries with your event programs. And that might mean that you're gonna have some losses, there's gonna be some failures, there's gonna be some kind of you know, bombs, like, oh, that event was terrible, nobody showed up, or nobody was talking. That doesn't mean your event programs are bad, it means you're trying new things and you're trying to push the boundaries and excite people and get them to come. The law of the corporate jungle is adapt or die, and I feel like your event programs need to adapt to this new narrative, to adapt to this new digitized space, to the new needs of your audiences, and those audience needs are changing even more rapidly than they did pre-pandemic. Start capitalizing on all of this amazing video content that you're getting. Content is huge right now. We are creating so much content in our event programs, uh, especially if you're hosting virtual events, you're recording these things, you're making them available on demand. Make sure you're putting that everywhere and anywhere that you can. It does not just have to live on an on-demand page and that's it. Think about your social media applications. Think about YouTube. Think about email potential. Maybe you can make a little GIF from some of the video content that you're generating. But content is king. We have so many audiences right now that are just totally plugged in, jacked into all of the things consuming content. We're living in this huge era of content creation and content generation. And so if you are thinking your runway is too short in front of you about your content, that you just think of it through the context or through the lens of your event programs, I think you're doing yourself a disservice and you're probably doing your marketing teams a disservice by not giving them the, this content for them to promote, for them to create more leads, for them to create more engagement um, with your brand overall. But just this, the sheer amount of content that comes out of events is massive. And now that we're recording so much of it, 
whether it's through virtual, a hybrid event, or whatever your program is capturing right now is valuable to the market. So I would say, keep doing that. I do a mean Woody the Woodpecker impression, but I am not going to do it on the podcast. <laughs> wow, that is embarrassing, but also I just did it. <laughs> I'm also very into high kicking, enthusiastic high kicks. And I hate high fives, which is also maybe a shocking fun fact about me. Great with high kicks, terrible with high fives. I've been part of this transformation really since 2016. And I think that I can help bridge the gaps, the divides, the lack of understanding between the two teams because I've sat on both sides of the fence. And we'll see where that goes. I'm, I'm excited to include maybe some more digital marketers on these calls to see what a planning team's doing. I'm excited to include some field marketers. I'm excited to include maybe some CMOs. Hey, come on down, CMOs. See what's going on with your teams. I'm like, I'm not on either side. I'm neutral. I'm Switzerland in this podcast, which is really great place to be because I think that I can help navigate the conversations that we need to be having between these two parties, between multiple parties, wherever your events sit, because I just have the vernacular of both sides of the house. I refer to myself as the B2B Liza Minnelli, and I feel like that's the energy I'm going to bring to this podcast. Jazz hands.